Hello, it is Friday, September 24th. Got a full slate of baseball and some college football to go through today. There'll be a recap at the end. Wanted to get a quick play out there for baseball, taking the St. Louis Cardinals and Chicago Cubs to go over 8.5. That's an early game, which will be starting shortly after the uh, services upload this this uh, podcast. So get that game in. I'll post it on some social media as well. Um, so not taking the side on that. Very tempted to take St. Louis to continue the streak. Also very tempted to take the Cubs to end that streak. But again, it's not smart to step in front of a streak unless you've got very serious specific situation. Uh, unfortunately for the Cardinals, unfortunately for the Cubs, this may be the game. And here's why, and this is why I'm taking the over. The wind's blowing out right now, 13 miles an hour. Um, and the game starts in a half hour or so. And it's going to be that way all day and getting even a little heavier throughout the night. Now, what does that mean? Well, in Wrigley Field, anybody from the Chicago area or serious baseball betters know that's going to push the total up. So this game with the pitchers, et cetera, that are scheduled, if it was nine innings and a neutral ballpark, it's probably a total of eight and a half. This is seven innings because there's a doubleheader today and it's eight and a half. Now, not only is the wind blowing out, but you've got a little bit of humidity as well. The ball carries a little more in uh, humid weather. So the over is the play today, uh, but it's not just that. It's the pitchers going, and this is why I can't bet on St. Louis, and I'm very tempted to bet Chicago. Again, I can, it's almost a, a toss-up. St. Louis has so much momentum to get going. Chicago's season's over, but this could make Chicago's season to win, make their make their day in the division rival here. Um, J.A. Happ is a fly ball pitcher. He is a significant fly ball pitcher. He's got a he, – he, his uh, ground ball to fly ball ratio is .85. His more ground – more fly ball outs than ground outs, whereas Steele is uh, almost 3-1 to one ground ball, and he is over 3-1 to one pitching at home in Wrigley. So – that leads to more home runs by Chicago and less on average. Again, still more because of the win, but less on average because of the fact that Steele pitches to ground ball contact rather than put the ball rather than the ball going up up in the air, which could blow out. So I can't bet on St. Louis with that situation. Now the thing that will be important to remember is they could pull half early. St. Louis has got some real Offense going right now. If it's relatively close, Hap's out of the game, and uh, they get some decent uh, relievers in there. St. Louis live is a very live, so to speak, bet. It's a it's a live bet to take if you have time to watch that, and if Hap is out of the game. Uh, if the Cubs are up by three or four runs, for example, and Hap's still pitching, I. I I have no interest in the live bet until Hap is out. Nothing against Hap, but wind blowing out, fly ball pitcher, not interested in that. So that is the baseball, uh, first baseball pick. And let me pull up the other ones. There's a full slate of them here. All right, so had Baltimore game going over nine, but it's at nine and a half. 
Not interested in that. I may look at it live. Got the Yankees minus 115 to beat the Boston Red Sox in Boston. It's basically a, a, a situational play with Garrett Cole going. Uh, there's a pitching matchup there. And this is a this is a division battle for playoffs. You've got you've got now four teams. You've got the uh, Yankees, the Red Sox, the Blue Jays, and the Mariners in the wild card hunt for two spots. So they're both wanting it. And Boston's at home. I have to go with the pitching edge in this situation, though. Detroit and Kansas City, under nine. Don't take eight and a half. That extra half point is important in this game. Again, we don't take things that could be a push. Uh, we're hoping for seven or eight, but um, eight and a half doesn't give you that cushion. You need the cushion. The second game of the Cubs-St. Louis, again, there's a, now there's a, a significant pitching advantage for St. Louis, although the St. Louis pitcher isn't quite as good on the ground ball fly ball ratio as the Cubs pitcher. And that, of course, is no coincidence. If you're the GM of the Cubs, you should probably not have a lot of high fly ball pitchers on your roster if you're building a good roster. You know, obviously, or else pitch them on the road or something. But um, significant pitching matchup for St. Louis. Sometimes when you go on a long winning streak and then you lose, you lose the next game as well. The Yankees, for example, this year won 13 in a row, then lost the next four, I think 10 out of 11 or 11 out of 12 or 11 out of 13, something like that. It just kind of happens. There's a letdown. Now, in this case, it's harder to predict because it's a doubleheader. So if, if, if St. Louis loses the first game, and that's by no means a guarantee, no means a guarantee, then there could be a letdown, but because it's a doubleheader, you don't have enough time to sit and sulk about how your streak is over and get inside your head. So you just start, you just keep playing. Um, and then maybe you're mounting a rally and just fell, you know, a couple innings short. If it was a nine inning game, they're thinking to themselves, you would have got this. So you can't really play that now, but it's definitely a live candidate as things go, depending on the first game, et cetera, et cetera. And the over is also a potential play there, um, but it's eight and a half. And these two pitchers are not; these are better than the first matchup, and they're not on the flyball heavy side like the first matchup, or at least one pitcher in the first matchup. So between the two games, you want to take the first game over the total, and it'll be a little warmer as well, and that that also includes or increases the uh, flyout rate. So not going to take the over in that game, but it's a potential for live betting. And then you've got Milwaukee at home. They'll end their little mini slump caused mostly by the Cardinals and beat the Mets, who are done for this season. We've got Toronto on the road at Minnesota. Toronto on the money line. Solid play. That's a play. Seattle um, playing on a mission, visiting the Angels. And Seattle is the play. They're on a, I don't know, you're going to call it a mission from God that's going to beat the Angels, I guess. But Seattle over the Angels. And then the Dodgers, probably the weakest play on the board, only because of the juice, not because of the quality of the team. The Dodgers visiting Arizona. Arizona sucks. Dodgers in a hunt to win their division. Now, how bad, and this is really a situation to play. I'm taking the Dodgers minus one and a half at. Uh, pretty decent juice, but 
it's a situational play. Certainly the team is better, the pitcher is better, everything's better. But the juice makes it a no play because there's no value. Will the Dodgers win by two? Probably. Minus 140, that's not even money. If I say probably, if I'm thinking probably, I'd like to have no juice. You know, if I'm saying absolutely they'll win, then I'll pay some juice. Well, I'm saying they're going to win because of the situational play. Arizona doesn't really need this. They might as well get some practice from the young guys and see what they've got going for next year. Now the Dodgers need it. Why? Well, again, the wild card versus the uh, divisional playoff. Um, if you if the Dodgers lose the division to the Giants, guess who they're playing in the one-game playoff? They're playing the Cardinals, who are the hottest team in baseball. Now there's enough time for the Cardinals to, to streak to end. Obviously, it's going to end before the end of the season. You know, mathematically, it's going to anyway. And uh, they could get cold, as I mentioned, with the Yankees. So maybe it's ideal for the Dodgers to in that one game. They'll slaughter the Cardinals. But anything can happen in one game. Anything can happen. The Dodgers don't want that. Here you got the most expensive payroll. you got basically an all-star team all, over, all across the diamond. And they're going to leave it to one game. No, get these guys out there. You'll stretch these guys out. You'll get their arm. You'll, you'll, you'll risk a tired arm to make sure you win that friggin' division. So situationally, this makes it a must-play Dodgers. Value-wise, it's not there. You just look at the numbers. But situationally, it's a must-play. So recapping baseball, Dodgers run line, Mariners money line, Toronto Blue Jays money line, Milwaukee Brewers money line, Detroit KC under nine, nine only, not eight and a half. Yankees, money line, Cubs and Cardinals, game one, over eight and a half. And then the football, both college and pro, is coming out later today with an individual podcast for each because there's a significant amount of games to go through. However, I want to put one Friday game out there already. Liberty visiting Syracuse, Liberty and Syracuse, I should say. Uh, Liberty minus six and a half. That is the play. Liberty is for real. Give me Liberty or give me, well, not not death. I'm not going to bet that much where if Syracuse uh, pulls it out, that I'm not going to sweat over it. But Liberty is the clear play. I have a lean right now on Wake Forest plus three and a half. That is not a play yet. And I'm thinking it will not be a play when the official college weekend broadcast comes out. But I've got that as... In other words, I will not be playing Virginia. There might be maybe Wake Forest. I don't have a play on Middle Tennessee or Charlotte. And Really, it's just the two games so far for Friday. For Friday, I've got a lot I'm going through for Saturday. So that'll be it for, for this broadcast. Um, I'll be back with the uh, other two shortly. Good luck.